Welcome to episode 44 of the Walk and Talk podcast. I'm Greg Johnson, and today is Wednesday, September 23rd, 2020. The topic for this episode is going to be discussing and exploring the issues related to deciding whether or not to buy a laptop computer or a desktop computer. In my podcast episodes, I typically have a format where I provide a three or four minute, five minute review of the overall topic at the beginning. So people who are short on time can basically get a summary of what the podcast is going to be about. And then the rest of the podcast digs a little deeper into the details. So here is the summary for this question of whether or not to buy a laptop or a desktop computer. What usually in the past has driven a person's decision to buy a desktop computer is that you generally get more for your money. There's a lot more performance in a desktop computer dollar for dollar compared to laptops. And the desktop computers are more expandable if you want to install a special video card for gaming or something or have 10 hard drives. Um, You can do that in a desktop computer and you can upgrade or replace parts easily. So for those who like to tinker and who like to try to keep their computer going over the years, then desktop computers have a certain appeal. Now, in recent years, laptop computers have become more and more expandable, having some of the same ports and expansion options as desktop computers. So there are now Uh, external attachable video card docks you can get. If you want to use a desktop-grade video card on a laptop computer, you can do that. If you want to have 10 hard drives using high-speed USB 3, you can have 10 hard drives attached to a laptop. So the expandability issue is not really uh, there anymore um, as a limit or concern with a laptop computer. Generally, it just comes down to expandability inside for additional parts. And with a laptop, of course, if somebody is anticipating that they're going to want to be sitting in the couch one day and another day sitting at the desk, then a laptop is helpful. Or if they're traveling, they're going to want the portability of a laptop. There's some people that have both a desktop and a laptop. Um, With a desktop computer, another perceived advantage is the ability to have a separate keyboard and display and mouse. And of course, that can actually be achieved with a laptop computer as well. So if some of these things are driving you to think that you need a desktop computer, like wanting a big display or wanting separate keyboard and mouse or having extra hard drives, you should know that all of that can be done with a laptop computer. So then it really just comes down to the cost, and certainly it's going to cost less to get a desktop computer, but if you really need the portability, then a laptop makes sense. The laptop computers sort of come in a a wide array of sizes and, and portable thinness and weight and all of that. You can get very slim, very portable laptops. Um... But generally speaking, if you get one of these very slim, very high-tech, very powerful laptops, it could cost you $1,500 or 
$2,000. So when you get a laptop that's, say, $700, it might be a little bit bigger and heavier than you would want. Well, so that's the basic message I would tell somebody. The elevator speech or whatever that takes a few minutes is just to say that you may want to consider just getting a laptop and expanding it to function and serve as a desktop so that you can have that portability. And also, finally, I would mention there is that instead of having a desktop and a laptop, which sort of doubles your cost, uh, not just for the hardware, but also there's some software that's licensed only for one computer. So if you have a program that you're using, you'd have to buy a second copy of that program for your other computer, or you'd have to buy the family license for five or whatever if you're buying these package licenses uh, it costs a little more for the package a little bit less per computer but anyway having one computer means that then there's only one computer that you have to maintain and update and keep cleaned up and all of that that's the advantage the drawback is if if you had two computers and one computer was not functioning properly you could have that one serviced and still have another computer to work with um, also if you have two computers, you're going to need to figure out some sort of solution for keeping your files synchronized because you don't want to be using a, a thumb drive, a USB flash drive, to move files back and forth between one computer and the other. Pretty soon you have multiple versions of things and you might mistakenly be working with an older copy of something and not realize that the newer copy is on the other computer, etc. So you'll want to set up some sort of cloud service like OneDrive or Box.com or Google Drive or Dropbox. There are these different services that will sync your files across your devices. Let's dig a little deeper into the decision then between laptop and desktop, particularly for people who are gravitating toward the Apple, what's called the Apple ecosystem, the Apple services that they offer that interact with all the Apple devices. If you're one of those people, then you may see an advantage to having lots of different types of Apple devices. For example, your iPhone is going to have a compass, it's going to have, you know, built-in calculator and some things that are not on the other Apple devices. So the only way you can have an Apple device with a compass is to buy the iPhone. And there are other things, of course, that the iPhone does. It typically has a better camera than the other devices. But if you want a bigger screen and you like the touch experience, well, you're going to have to use an iPad because the iPad is the only large screen Apple device with the touch feature presently. There's some discussion of perhaps at some point in the future, Apple will offer a sort of touchscreen interface for Mac OS, which is their desktop and laptop operating system. But you'll want to have this, you know, iPad to get a big screen and a touch experience. For some people, the iPad may be all they need for computing. It has quite a bit of power. There are many of applications now that have moved over to, uh, well, that have become available on the iPad as well as on a laptop or desktop computer. So if your workflow includes a small set of programs that you need to use and tasks that involve you know, video editing or audio editing, 
A lot of that can be done with an iPad, but there's some people who would miss having kind of the desktop operating system experience. And so for those people, you really would need to get a laptop computer. The laptop computer is nice, but it does not have the large display that an iMac would, for example. And so somebody who wants to have, you know, all of their critical data, the names and addresses, your contacts, and your calendar, and synchronized files and all of that, if you want all of that available on these different devices, you're going to end up perhaps needing to buy several different devices. It's possible to get a Mac Mini or an Apple MacBook that can connect into a larger display. So that could save you from feeling like you need to buy an iMac. And then this becomes kind of a typical struggle for an Apple product enthusiast is to try to figure out, you know, are you going to every three years or maybe every two years, you know, replace your smartphone, your iPhone, um, every five to seven years, are you going to replace your laptop every eight or 10 years, replace your iMac. If you get on this regular cycle of updates, we're talking about thousands of dollars every year or two for all the different devices. And there's the watch as well. So what people then begin considering is, well, could I get, you know, just one device? Could I get a laptop instead of a desktop? Or could I get by with a desktop, an iMac, and then my portable device would just be my phone and I would skip, I would forego having an Apple laptop and an Apple iPad. These are the questions that people ask if they don't have sort of unlimited financial resources to keep sending money to Apple every year. For some people, they have occasional need for portability when they're traveling, really a few times a year perhaps, and they just want to be able to get to the web and check their Gmail and look at some websites, etc., but not do any, you know, heavy lifting kind of computer work. So basically, for people in that situation, you might be fine having an iMac computer at home and an iPhone for a lot of your mobile needs, and then an inexpensive used $150 you know, Windows computer just to do some basic computing when you're traveling. And that way also you're not exposing some really expensive Apple products to uh, the, the travel problems getting dropped or lost or stolen. You don't have to worry about that with your expensive equipment. You can just have this used Windows computer or a Chromebook or something. And for those of you who are unfamiliar, a Chromebook is a low-cost, maybe $200 laptop computer that runs Google Chrome, basically, and lets you get to emails and the web, but it's pretty limited. So within the Windows world, there really is not an equivalent of, you know, all of these different products that I've described that are in the Apple world. Most people have a Windows computer of some kind, either a desktop or a laptop, maybe both, and there wouldn't be a, a Windows phone or a Windows tablet that never really came to fruition. So we're left with just the basic Windows operating system. Recently, Microsoft announced a kind of 
folding tablet device, but it runs Android. So it's like the same kind of operating system as a Samsung phone or an LG phone or Motorola phone, that type of thing. Um, just has the Microsoft branding on it and maybe some additional supports for the Microsoft cloud and services. But the same principles are true for somebody trying to decide to buy a laptop, computer, or desktop in the Windows world. Consider, you know, how much time are you really going to be needing to have a laptop? If it's really minimal or none, then go with the desktop. It'll give you maybe longer use and some more expandability, etc. If you do feel that portability is a big need and you don't necessarily, you know, care about whether or not you have a desktop, then getting a laptop would be the way to go. I have a separate podcast episode, actually the one just before this episode, that addresses the essentially a laptop computer buyer's guide and the considerations there. So you can check that out if you're leaning toward buying a laptop. I know this episode has been short, and I mainly wanted to offer just the basic uh, points to get people thinking about what their needs are. Thanks for taking time to listen. I appreciate all of the subscribers and the likes and shares and comments, and I look forward to sharing more with you again soon. Take care.